Welcome to episode six of Neato Podcast. Hey, you know what? We never decided. Is it, should we say Neato the, pad, the Podcast or Neato Podcast? Like, what have you guys been saying? I think time? it's The Podcast, but... Neato The Podcast. Yeah, I don't remember what it is. Or should I just say, welcome to Neato? You know what? You you do you, and make sure you point. We've been saying welcome okay. to Neato. What's up, guys? Welcome to Neato, and... Today we are going to talk about the incredible Netflix original series Stranger Things that has shaken the world, and we're just going to talk about season three in specifics. Um, what we thought about it, what we liked about it, what we didn't like. You know, at the very end, I would say we'll do a little ranking mm. of the you know how we rank each of the three seasons, kind mm-hmm. of in our yeah in our own right. I like it. And then um, yeah. So without further ado. I think. Well, real how do you quick, guys want to do this? <laughs> yeah, how do I we would, start? I would like to to just uh, interject just for a second, mm. just a, a small little anecdote. Yes. That might derail us just for a couple minutes, but. Oh yeah. I think it it goes along with two a of commercial our, break, if you if you will. Yeah, so commercial break sponsored by Facebook. Um, it kind of hits our <laughs> meme episode, our first episode, and then I think our fourth episode on aliens. But uh, have you seen this? Have you heard this? Have you heard this? Um, we are going to raid Area Fifty One. Oh no. Um, and they can't stop all of us. So I got invited to this and now there's a, there, when I got invited, there was like 300,000 people. Now there's okay. a million people that are like, Oh, they're showing, Oh brother, where Arthur the Philbrook? We should go. Oh, I love that movie. Anyway. Put, so I, I noticed it says you're going. Oh yes, I'm going. Do you have the, <clears throat> do you already have travel arrangements and all that jazz? And? Yes. Yes. I have, I am all ready to go. Um, but this is hilarious because if uh, you are on any social, social media platform and I guarantee you, you've seen like memes or things about like when we storm area 51 or area 51 in some sort of like capacity. And it's because this guy literally just out of like boredom and he did, he said, I did it for thumbsy ups and likes. He was like, I just made this just to be funny. And it's like garnered enough, I think traction to where like. FBI, like Air Force, like they're like like making public statements saying, basically, if you do this, like we'll kill you. Like if you actually try and like raid Area Fifty One, like we will we will, sh- we will shoot you. So the thing we were talking about when we when we mentioned like about getting shoot shot on sight, that's, that's I guess it's that's true. true. Yeah, I mean that's never been a secret. They post signs. They're they're not secretive about it either. They post yeah. signs that say like violators will be shot or, or trespassers will be shot or something <laughs> this is probably i was dying when i when i heard this so this, this is the game plan it's and and tack it just so you understand this whole description of what's going on is like a string of memes right so if something doesn't make sense just think okay it's just a meme and then laugh like you know what you're talking about so the basic idea is that kyle's form the front line so we got in black our kyle's here we feed them enough. How did you say this, Adam? Psychobin? I don't know exactly. It looks like psilocybin. Yeah. Oh, that sounds right. And monster energy, and say that anyone in camouflage is their stepdad, and the entire base is made of drywall that will go berserk and become an impenetrable wall. The rock throwers will throw pebbles at the inevitable resistance. We don't want to hurt them. We just want to annoy them enough to stop shooting all the Kyles. While this is happening, the two Naruto runner battalions will run full speed around the north and south flank and mm. clone jujitsu or clone jutsu, effectively tripling our numbers and overwhelm the base. 
And then he follows up with a P.S. Hello, U.S. government. This is a joke. I do not actually intend to go ahead with this plan. Um, but at this point, because there are literally um, one million people that are attending this thing, or like you know, say they're going, uh-huh. I would I would not be surprised. People are going to show up. People are going to show up. Yeah, and I'm really really Wait, excited. Wait, back up. So there's a date and a time. Yeah, and September twentieth. So what? Wow. I was kind of. It's kind of weird how uncanny it is because you walked into my office and said, hey, have you seen this? <laughs> I've seen this. I've heard and this. And I hadn't seen anything related to it at, at that point. But then literally all day after that, like clockwork, my entire social media and Reddit feeds were all just this. Yeah. And so um, I was really intrigued by it. And so I was just kind of loosely wondering like, oh, I wonder where this started. Like whether it was this guy's post or... If this guy was um, inspired by something, and I think I've traced it back <laughs> to a conversation. Can we get Nickelback? What is that? Oh yeah. Wait, when we're done. When we're done. Oh, Nickelback. That's amazing. It's all comments like that, but I think it originated from um, the Joe Rogan podcast because he just had that guy on. Um, the guy who um, supposedly worked. At Area 51. Oh, okay. oh I got to listen um, to that episode. And he uh, he has a Netflix documentary about him. It's not, they don't even talk about it. They just say like, what if everyone just showed up at Area 51? And then they just moved on. And then immediately after that, like got all of this it. came up. So I think. He probably he, like he watched didn't, it. He didn't formulate the plan, but somebody, you know, I think that was like a loose inspiration for it. Uh, I forget the guy's name, but. Yeah, there's like. <laughs> packing an army uniform so I can switch sides when things get froggy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm excited. So September 20th, put it on your calendars. I wonder if it's one of those things where I want- the author intentionally <clears throat> made it so that it was so much later on that people forgot about it and no one really got killed. Right. Because that what? So the real gonna, question is like, what it. if even like a few people try to do it? Well, and gonna... get killed, and like, how's that guy going to feel? Well, and I was reading an article about it, and they were saying that I guess the like they were like, yeah, we're not really concerned about it because the desert would kill anybody before they would actually yeah, get to Area Fifty One. Go back 51. to that picture where it shows their ranks and, and things. This is one of my first observations. Was like, when you look at that photo, you see Area Fifty One circled in red, and where everyone's else's starting point is is miles and miles away it's it's not like of the front yard of area 51 it's right. an incredible di- like they're in the mountains you see this this is not like a front yard i know some people that know how to climb through. mountains they could they could yeah, figure that out yeah but imagine so these guys <laughs> in the green they're running but in that naruto run which is when you run google like image, a weed google I, image that so he knows i i think it looks 100 percent realistic but it does. Yeah. But if it is realistic, you're also going to have people coming from behind the back. Yeah, that's my question. Door. Is why is that the only... So people running like this. Yeah. You see this? You seen this? You seen this? Imagine running like that, but through the mountains and for <laughs> 15 miles. London. That's great. Yeah. Well, uh, I just thought that was really interesting. And I'm really excited to see 
if people actually go. Out. It relates to three of our <clears throat> topics, obviously. Um, Stranger the things. memes, Stranger Things, and How aliens. does it relate to Stranger Things? Because there's aliens. And, uh, well, see, this is the perfect topic because it crosses all of our good. episode. Our first episode was memes. Check. The second episode was, uh, was our second episode? Oh, well, the fourth episode was Aliens. Oh, second episode was Avengers. Maybe mm. they'll find some kind of serum the or Infinity something. Gauntlet. Mm. Um, third episode was Cringe. The if battle. everyone gets shot, it's going to be really cringy. <laughs> um, episode four was uh, Aliens. So here we that's now episode five. It has come full so, circle. Really, we've been planning this it was meant from to the happen. beginning. Yeah. It was all about that post. Yeah. And we're on done. September 21st, we will record our... We're, we're actually going to be streaming yeah. live from Area 51 on September <laughs> we'll send 20th. A drone and we'll just watch from above. <laughs> just the, No, the we're going to be on site doing our podcast on site in the desert. It'll it's be just like a table. That, that scene from it's, it's Game this of Thrones table. when they're, it's at nighttime and you see them charging with the swords on fire and then the wall of nothing. You just see like their swords like get extinguished. Like yeah, you're like, one. all the Kyles are gone. And then all of like the rock throwers are like, oh. The Naruto runners would just turn around and just run the they other way. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about? Stranger Things? Stranger Things, yeah. So yeah, Season now three. let's transition into the Stranger Things. So I guess while Brandon's pulling that up, Adam, what what was your uh, initial thought? Like, let's just start at the, the first episode. When you kind of got into that first episode, how were you... Mm-hmm. F- feeling like from the beginning and maybe when that first episode finished well the first thing i I guess i should say is um obviously this episode is going to be full of spoilers oh yeah if for some reason you haven't already seen season three which by this point if you're the kind of person who would be offended by spoilers of season three but you still haven't seen it yet it's been out for three weeks so it's kind of the statute of limitations is pretty much gone for that but Anyway, uh, if for some reason, just know that there's going to be a lot of spoilers here. But so my overall opinion of season three, is that uh, what you're saying? <clears throat> I was saying like episode one. Oh, gotcha. How did you feel kind of right off the oh. bat when you started getting into episode one? So um, I was really looking forward to see, or to, you know, to the season. And overall, I, I think the season was good. I'm th- trying to think back to exactly what episode one. Dustin is at camp, so he's gone for the first Half of it. Um, Oh, I guess episode one, the thing that is always weird, and I think I've heard a lot of other people say this, is the whole relationship between the kids, between Eleven and the boy. Mm -hmm. Um, It it makes sense. No, Will's the other one. Uh, Mike. 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 They all both Um, look the same with those awful bull cuts. (laughs) Um, Jeez. Mike is really tall in this season. Yeah, you like can tell really they're all at a very awkward, like yeah, they're they're stage of weird. Mm. They look like they look weird, but um, I don't know. I think the relationship between them like makes sense, but it's also like kind of cringy to watch at times. It's like yeah. I don't want them to be like I'm like Hopper almost, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> just stay away from dad. each other. Right? Three. Like I don't want to see that. Um, Leave room for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So there was that whole aspect that I. I guess you could put this down for episode one, but I noticed um, really throughout the whole season, it was almost as if their realistic design aesthetic, I guess, from episode or from season one 
was really exaggerated. Like, um, have you seen those memes of, it's like a side by side. It's like how people dressed in the eighties and it's like a picture of the breakfast club and they're just wearing like normal clothes, basically just like jeans and t-shirts and jackets. Mm -hmm. And then it's like how we think they dressed. And it's a bunch of like, like, uh, super like colorful sorority girls in like pink, like jazzercise uniforms. Right. I feel like that's like where they went in this season mm-hmm. where I, I, I watched episode one of season one, um, over the weekend <clears throat> and it's all like really muted colors and like realistic stuff like flannels and things we wear today. That's not the stereotypical 80s stuff. Right. And then in all of season three, it's like the mall with like everyone's wearing like bright poppy neons and weird things. So I, I almost got that feeling of like, I think they're leaning in a little too hard to mm. the stereotypes of the 80s instead of. <laughs> I think how, they got that budget that they were wanting. I know. So yeah. like realistic, like it kind of hurt the realism for me. I was like, it was always a distraction of how everyone was just some kind of um, almost like a parody of the 80s mm-hmm. this season. Um, obviously I wasn't around in the eighties, but I did appreciate season one for not going overboard. And then I think season two and then now season three is kind of went overboard with yeah how everything looked. Well, for me, like when I, uh, first started watching episode one, I kind of immediately noticed the structure they were going with, which was instead of all the kids being together, yeah, they're going to have them in these like new, these they kind of formed these brand new groups for this, which pretty much stuck for almost the entire season. Yeah, they weren't, like the whole crew right. was never together until like maybe the end of episode six, like yeah. beginning. And, and then and, they mm-hmm. split them up again, Yeah, even at the end. So I think they really stuck with it, which I actually liked because to me it was, it was okay, if they had stayed the same group, I think they would have gotten into a rut on like oh, it would have been so kind of, boring. What the dialogue is going to be, yeah. what they're going to interactions are going to be, but they brought these new dynamics. Like for example, the um, what's uh, what's Steve the hair? Steve and Robin, Robin and Dustin, Dustin and then the little girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that was a brand new dynamic. Which I thought they was you know it made it new and interesting. That was probably my favorite. <clears throat> Steve group. and Dustin the were troop. really good together <laughs> in the last season. They yeah. only had a few s- scenes together, and I think they capitalized on that. And then the new girl that they added was also, I think, really good. Both the little girl and then the girl who worked at the ice cream place. Mm-hmm. I think they were both really good, and that was one of the strongest. I mean, that was almost a stronger storyline than the actual, like, Eleven and the other kids. But um, Do you guys want to go, like... Instead of going through episode by episode, do you guys want to just talk about some of the major plot points and yeah. what you thought about it? I'm not going to be able to because yeah. I, I, we, we binge watched it. Uh, we got we finished six episodes on the 4th of July, and then we finished yeah. the next morning. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's been almost two weeks since I've so, seen. Okay. I'm not going to be able to. I'll give you, I'll episodes. just start out question that I, even after finishing it, didn't really fully understand. And I, I think I maybe do, but if, if I, it's what I think it is, I didn't think, it, I wasn't that impressed. But what's, What's the point of the Russian storyline in regards to what is their goal, the Russians? So I think it's just the same, like um, the space race Cold War thing. They're just trying to compete. Um, But I mean... Because it wasn't, was it Russians the the first season? Well, that's another thing. Um, Rewatching episode one of season one, 
after watching season three in its entirety, um, so ep- episode the evil scientists are the Americans yeah. in mm-hmm. season one, and this is a little bit of a tangent, but um, the American scientists are way more believable as like bad guys than they made the Russians this season. Go back and watch episode one. And they almost made the Russians look like silly slapstick bad guys. Yeah. And parodies of bad guys. Like you never really felt danger for no. the kids. And then in season one, you're you're it's the Americans and you're just like the whole tone was darker. Yeah. And you're just like, what are these people? And you have the whole mystery of you don't know what they're hiding or what they're trying to contain or anything like that but and you have them like 11 like they they're in it's not like they're just trying to open a portal without like affecting anybody like mm-hmm. they're like using 11 like as like a test subject so it's it's yeah. it's I, I don't know there's <laughs> those short films that we watched the past weekend mm-hmm. if there was ever like a bad guy it was always russian like he mm-hmm. always had a russian accent yeah it's and a it's, huge yeah it's a big stereotype but my question is what were they trying to accomplish like i i never got that what were the russians trying? i to think accomplish? it was yeah, like three. i mean maybe like a space right i think it's to maybe weaponize like i don't know yeah. like that's what i would go like if, if it's in that era i would think that yeah they're just trying to get the portal open so they can find these creatures and use them as so they somehow I mean, know about the creatures I think and they're trying to get them back. Is that the goal basically? They basically I think so. They um hmm. basically the US isn't the only which was true in other things back then, but the US was uh kind of in every aspect back then was battling the Soviet Union. So I think more so I think they had basically every opportunity and every knowledge about the Upside Down that we did. It's just they were doing it on their own. Right. So I think they were just, we don't know exactly what their motives were. And maybe that's a problem with the show. Because with the, as season one, you rewatch it and you realize, oh, they, they knew about the Upside Down. So they were trying to train and create these people to battle the, not battle, but like defend or, um, weaponize humans or children against the Demogorgon or against the whatever to give them powers to kind of control the upside down. Mm -hmm. And so the Americans in season one had a motive that you knew what they were doing with the Russians. I feel like they didn't really give them a motive or they they didn't do clear. I don't think they gave a good description. I think they, they kind of leaned more into the stereotype of eighties movies that Russians were always the bad guys. And they even mentioned they can't they kind of call it out halfway like Dustin or somebody says like I don't know just bad guys are always Russian or something <laughs> when they're in the mall. So I think they just leaned more on oh you'll just accept Russians as the bad guys because it's an eighties movie mm-hmm. um, as opposed to giving them a real reason to um, be evil or a reason to, for them to be doing what they're doing. So I actually don't know what they're we're trying to do. Okay, yeah. I, I, I just felt like that was unclear, so I'm yeah. glad you guys are on the same page about that. Otherwise, I'm, I'm like, how did I miss what was supposed to be? I mean, the only thing I really could understand was, like, they're trying to open the portal, obviously, but mm-hmm. why? You know, and I don't feel like they ever really answered that, but maybe I could do some research and figure out some theories. But um, what did you guys think of um, the storyline of, like, the Mind flare? you know, possessing the all these people and then like that whole concept like the people turning into the their bodies turning into the mind flare. Yeah, I was I mean it was definitely 
different. Like, that's one thing that they did a good job, I think, for each season. Like, really, the first season, it was almost like signs. Like, you didn't really see the Demogorgon until, like, the very end. Yeah. And then the second season, they had the um, the Demodogs, and then this season, it was the Mind Flayer. Like, I feel like they've done a good job at, like, every creature is a little bit different mm-hmm. um they even had a mind flare last season but it was different yeah it was like, like right. that big it, thing in the, the shadow. sky they, yeah it was almost like they kind of overlapped so there's like the demogorgon in season one which makes its way to season three at the end and then the demo dogs season two combined with the mind flare and then mm-hmm. season three is like the mind flare like the body snatchers and then back to the demogorgon mm-hmm. which and I don't know if you oh, guys. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that. Let's we'll yeah. talk about that at the end. Yeah, because that was ending. something. But yeah, um, I guess one thing that maybe I just like overlooked, but the um, like the rats going crazy. I guess it would do what it did to Billy and the other people to the rats, and then the rats would kind of like yeah. like I don't think I never saw it like that. Latch would, on. That didn't pay off, did it? The rat thing. I feel like it, it kind of faded out. Yeah, after. I don't. I mean, because there's that scene in the basement where it's like freaking out and all of a sudden it just like melts. Mm-hmm. Like the people, they melted when they were either killed or like when they were, I don't know. Emerging. It, it, yeah, it was just, a, I feel so, like it was a not well like described. It was. I think mm-hmm. what, yeah, it could have been a lot, it could have been explained a lot better, I think. But what, I guess the way I interpreted it is that somehow there was just a tiny little bit, maybe like the slug in the sewer kind of a thing, mm-hmm. just a really small amount of it. Because they allude to it at the very end of the season, mm-hmm. where and it just kind of crawled into one rat, um, which they never actually showed, I don't think. They just showed a, a rat that was crazy. Yeah. Kind of drove the rat crazy a little bit, and then the rat exploded and became like another exploding rat because it crawled into another rat and then it merged all the rat goo kind of like it did with the people and then it was enough to once it controlled rats the rats drug what's his face down there the first human billy Billy. and that was like their first human host or whatever Mm. and it was like a step up to humans yeah so i think rats was like an easy and like what do you find in a sewer kind of a thing so it was like a progression of rats and then people and then more people and then Everything else, but they didn't do a good job of really explaining why or how. And I get, I get that they didn't really have to, but well, that and like the soil, like, <clears throat> and they came down and like the the lady was like eating all the fertilizer. Mm-hmm. And it okay, was like, yeah, why, so like, that was another weird she... thing I didn't understand. And I've in even another podcast I listened to, they were asking the same question. Like, I think what it's, was the point of the chemicals and the fertilizer? And all I think stuff? it's like, like even going back to like the Russians are always the bad guys. Like if there's something that a monster gets taken over and it's like a like any sort of scientific radioactive or anything like that, they're eating fertilizer, something, something that weird. you would use to make like a bomb mm-hmm. or. Uh, they just have like a weird fuel source. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The the, per, uh, the like other podcast fuel. was saying like basically they were using it to essentially break down their body on the inside. Like basically all that stuff is corrosive. All oh, the stuff they were okay. eating. So it's like they're corroding the inside of their body so that it's easier to break it's down. Easier to, I don't know. I mean, I, I think when you really, you know, it it's doesn't a matter. Show, it doesn't obviously. Like, so you don't have to get scientific about yeah. it, but. I think what we're talking about is like plot points that weren't really explained very well. Like if fertilizer is what's like 
really helping this thing, then why didn't Nancy and Jonathan just get a bunch of weed killer and like throw it on the mind flare and then like mm-hmm. it would have died? Yeah. Like, and maybe there's, over. I guess our, po- our point is maybe Wasp there's an spray. explanation out there. Maybe some Redditor or something or some, you know, BuzzFeed is going to like connect all these dots. <laughs> Great, BuzzFeed. But the fact that we watched it and we still collectively three people mm-hmm. can't, like we still have questions. I think that's kind of a, yeah. a fault You're supposed to be like, you show. shouldn't have to research to understand something. Yeah. Um, Unless we're just all idiots. But, you know, for me though, maybe. like a lot of, and this happens in a lot of movies, Probably because it's really hard to create a lot of mystery and then give like a perfect answer and resolution. Right. But I almost like most of the time I like the mystery part more than I like the payoff. That's what was so amazing about season one is because think of like the first opening sequence when um, I forget boy number one goes missing. Um Will. Like when Will goes missing, mm-hmm. that remember that scene where he's in the shed and he has the gun mm-hmm. and the lights flicker and then it cuts to a wide shot of he's just gone. Yeah. And you're like, what are we even like? Is it, is it a monster? Is mm-hmm. it aliens? We thought it was, they kind of played it off like, oh, it's just aliens. Yeah. He got abducted or yeah. something. And so the whole first half of the season, it's a mystery of what's even going on. Like, where is he? It's, it became a mystery and mysteries are always way more intriguing for the audience than just a uh, action right. thriller. Yeah. I, I so. do think this one was a lot of action, but I did feel a lot of mystery and and that's like for me that's what kept me going in this season was like there was a lot of questions that they posed throughout and they it kind of car- for me it carried it, carried it along. Yeah. But I, you know, like I said, I don't care as much that they didn't perfectly pay off every question um because I enjoyed the ride along the way. Yeah. But, you know, we could be critical at the end, like, hey, they didn't really answer all these questions, but I still had fun. Oh, you know, dude, yeah, it was it. still, yeah, it was great. Um, yeah. What'd you guys think about the Terminator character? Because, I mean, basically, that's who he was. I think it was so <laughs> stupid, honestly. Like, he wasn't any taller, any, I don't know. It was when you, like, you looked at him when he was, like, walking through the crowd at, like, the fair. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was so weird. He's the, got, like, his gun out and everything. Yeah. And, and one, and one thing I was just kept getting pissed off was him and Hopper would just get into it mm-hmm. and then he would get away or Hopper would get away. Like right. every time. It was like probably three or four different times. Yeah. And the, at the fair scene, I was I was hoping that maybe this will be like when they're like running through and Hopper kills one of the guys and then ends up Alexi dying and, and he still gets away. Well, remember at the fair scene, he Hopper put like five bullets in him and then – yeah, he gets out and he had a bulletproof vest, which I think again they were leaning it into the Terminator thing. Like, if it was the real Terminator, you know, the bullets would be like, oh, he would just get back up. I think and they kind. I mean, there's no way that, that was, they were doing that on accident. That like, was one thing. Like, as much as I enjoyed season three, I think they went a little too far with like the references. Mm-hmm. They went references over story a little bit too much. So rather than have an independent story that kind of moves on its own and then there's references thrown in i think they're moving from reference to reference mm-hmm. so everything from the fair to the mall even their locations were like um like the mall what's that um is it like night of the living dead one one movie horror movie takes place in a mall mm-hmm. i think maybe body snatchers or something but um oh i know each, you're talking each about the one, one it's just like 80s movie reference to 80s movie reference yeah. and then let's link instead of linking beats of a story 
let's link reference set pieces to reference characters to reference events. Did you guys ever play that zombie game where you're in a mall and you yeah. are killing um, zombies? Not a, it's, it's not, not Left 4 Dead. It's not Left 4 Dead. It's the it's, other uh, one. It's Dead Rising? Yeah, Dead Rising. Dead it's like yeah. Rising. And you could like go and pick up that like... I remember creepy, you have a guitar dude. and yes. you just can hit them. You, you go, go to the Lego the store shop. and get Lego head and just yeah. run around. And, but yeah, I, I agree with that. There was a lot of references and, and things thrown in there that... It was I like was, just for the he- just for the sake of let's just put the Terminator in the show without calling him the Terminator. He's basically like like a one man army. Mm-hmm. And it was the member berries from South <laughs> it Park. It was member berries. True. Yeah. What do you guys think about? Um, okay, so the fair. When I saw the fair coming, like you know they were building up to this. At, you see it in the trailer. You see a couple shots of it, and then they're talking about it. So they're building up to this fair thing. They're on the Ferris wheel. The um, mom, dad, and the daughter, and she sees the trees moving. Did you guys think there was going to be an incredible, like, film level scene of the monster coming in and just wrecking people at the fair? That would have been. I was so excited for that. And then they didn't do it. That would have been, like, a game changing because the show at that point had been kind of, like, childish and kind of, like, innocent and, like, fanfare Yeah. Yeah. So imagine kind of like Game of Thrones where Daenerys comes in and just murders everyone. Yeah. You imagine know what I'm saying, if, imagine oh, yeah. how the stakes would change if Mike's parents and his sister both died and yeah. if everyone in the fair was just massacred and finally we have like uh, a massacre from like that the government can't deny. Yeah. And there's probably going to well, be footage of and there's pro- like uh, of all these people dying. Imagine how that would raise the stakes not just for the season but for the whole entire show and kind of change the game. And then what, ha- what came out of the forest that was big? Like nothing. nothing. No, it, it turned around it and went the around, other way. It didn't make yeah. any it went sense. To the mall. Like they were yeah. foreshadowing. I mean, they were essentially doing what you do in Jurassic Park, which is like you see the trees moving, and then the then all of a sudden the dinosaur comes out, and now he's going to start wrecking people. Like you know, in yeah. any Jurassic Park movie, and so like it's. I feel like it was unfair. They were teasing that, and I'm like, dude, I was pumped. A Netflix series is going to do something that's like film level. I mean, you know, the budget on that scene would have been. The most expensive scene, you know, from a visual effects standpoint, you know, everything, every level, production, visual effects, post-production, all of it. But they didn't do it. Yeah. Like, well, and I was like, why did you even have the fair well, and if you're not going to do that? It's so frustrating, too, because if you, if you go back and you watch, if, if you watch every single episode, 80% of the time, the only people that know about what's going on are is that small group of people right. and not even their parents. Their parents are just clueless to like why their kids are gone for like right. two weeks at Especially a time. Mike's parents. They're yes. like the most clueless. And it's and when that happened and in they're in, in, on Ferris wheel and you see it, I thought I was like, yes, more than just 10 people are finally going to know about this. And then it right. turned and left. And it's it was definitely mm-hmm. disappointing because I realized at that point Nobody else knows about like what's going on. Yeah, and I feel like, like the stakes, like Adam said, they would be so much higher. And if it wasn't this like super top secret, you know, and I get why everything happens at night because you know the mind player doesn't like the sun. But I mean, that player was a perfect setup to actually like introduce mm-hmm. a monster to more than just the main cast. But I mean, it was literally so disappointing for me that I wanted to go pull up. Uh, cause I own the movie. I wanted to go watch, um, 
shoot, I can't think of the name now. The 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 huge monster movie, Monsters vs. Robots. What's it called? Oh, um, Pacific Rim. I wanted to I wanted to go get my Blu-ray of Pacific Rim and just pop it in and just watch like the first ten minutes. Yeah, because actual like monster I destruction. They were gonna do that. Like, yeah. Anyway, it just killed me. And then the whole time, I'm like, okay, Battle of Starcourt. Surely they'll do a you know, massive scale, like tons of people getting hurt at the mall. Yeah. And still, at it night. was only the kids at the mall, which, I mean, that scene was really cool. It was. The fireworks, uh, all of yeah, that was Yeah, fireworks, that was pretty, pretty awesome. interesting. Like, I've never seen someone, like, I don't think, I've never seen someone, like, battle something with fireworks. But anyway, I just, same thing, same thing there. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that one as much, but I was like, maybe since they didn't do it here, they were saving their money. Like, I'm sure they had a budget for the whole show, and they're like, okay, let's... And even so, like, that scene, if you look at the visual effects credits on the last episode, it's like, instead of just half of a page, or, you know, it's... I think it was, like, four pages right. of tiny text. Yeah. You know, it was, they it was like a They stepped it up, load. for yeah. sure, this season. And, like, it looked great. I mean, there wasn't... Oh, yeah, Visually, absolutely. and the acting, I mean, it was... Season was still an incredible like series of events and mm-hmm. I still really enjoyed it but I'm much less like willing to forgive at this point because they've had two previous seasons to like listen to the audience and yeah. be like you know this is what they're wanting but yeah the first season was like they're unspoiled you know this is what we have come up with with no feedback from anybody it's just we came up with this strange concept and, you know, out of nowhere. And then you're saying, like, season three is like, okay, we know what, what the public kind of wants. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's why maybe what you're, what you're saying about, like, kind of hyping up the 80s stuff and the references and all that. They're like, oh, people want more references. We, gotta, we have to do it. We got to yeah. put more references in. I don't know. There, yeah, I just think the – I would rather – see a really good story that just happens to take place in the 80s as opposed to like searching like oh i remember star wars yeah or i remember um, the coke never like, ending story or yeah wasn't there coke references yeah there was a new coke and coke they yeah were talking about the different because they changed it in the 80s and then That's they eventually right. went back i think but what'd you guys think about the steve and robin story like you know the the I don't know if it's the payoff or the the twists. I saw the that story. I saw a meme that, and I, I tried to find it, but I couldn't. But it basically it's the it's she's holding up like a whiteboard, and they've taken it and they make it white so you can like put your own text mm-hmm. in there. And it basically was talking about like taking something and basically just like adding it to a character for no reason. Like J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Yes. Like oh yeah, we're just gonna make her gay for no reason. Mm. I think it it's kind of a. This is why people were mad at J.K. Rowling, um, who wrote Harry Potter. After the books were done and the story was done and after, you know, it was just completely over, she's like, oh, yeah, Dumbledore is gay. And it's like if you're – it's one thing if she's just trying to show support for the gay Mm -hmm. community. But if it's – it's kind of almost like an insult to the gay community. It's like why couldn't you have made him gay – in the books so that there's like it's like doing it's trying to do something trying to take a bold stance but without any risk or consequence yeah Mm -hmm. so it's easy to make a bold stance because 
you know, imagine if, if they would have done that. I don't know. So in this case, it's like, let's throw in a side character who we can kind of bring in. And if, if we make this choice about her and people don't like it, then we can just eliminate her next season. It's kind of a throwaway right. character. As well, and there was to, no lead in at right. all. Yeah. Like the whole time you're thinking that like she likes Steve. Yeah. And then they're in the bathroom yeah. and she's like, no, you don't get it. And I was like, what? Like you're yeah. just going to make it her like gay of, all of a sudden? It, I don't it was think kind of convoluted there. Being gay shouldn't was, be a punchline. Yeah. I'm not saying it was a joke, but I'm saying like yeah. the punchline to a story, like it shouldn't be yeah. a, a reveal. It you know what I mean? It like, it, it, it was be, kind of a. If she was gay the entire time, that would have been a different thing. I want to say. But it also, you also have to think of the era and the time they were in. Like, sure. That it, it wasn't was more right. I get that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I just think but it she was, could have told him much earlier. I or hinted more. Or. Right. I think there's kind of two ways. There's ways to look at it in like the reality, like if they were real people, and then there's another way to look at it from like the writers of the show, like what were they trying to do by that? Mm-hmm. And I think if they're trying to um, show support for the gay community, I think they kind of almost failed in a little bit because they made it completely inconsequential to the plot, or inconsequential mm-hmm. to the only consequence it has was that she and Steve can't like be a thing. Yeah, so which was, was like disappointing because they like they kept building that up and up and up and up mm-hmm. until you're like, oh, they're like, this is awesome. You know, Steve is finally going to have a girl. And then, nope. Yeah, it's she, like an, another show I watch, uh, Shit's Creek, which is a hilarious show. You guys should check it out if you haven't seen it. But, like, one of the main characters is gay. And you, it, they don't necessarily, like, say that from the episode one, but it's like, you know, it's pretty obvious. Like, he's pretty open about it. And... It's just part of the story. Mm-hmm. Like, it's part of his character. It's not a secret or a, a punchline, you know? Yeah. So that's why I feel like was was strange about this. And then the fact that they were building that relationship for, for you to go like, you know, Steve is kind of this uh, shallow guy and that's kind of part of his character. And so for him to like, you know, finally go for her like the girl that's been there the entire time and then for them to sort of like twist that was just a little strange yeah kind of like i don't know i thought that was weird yeah but i i wasn't that like the scene itself i thought was incredible uh like oh yeah that, that scene that bathroom scene was like they're acting in it like her she's an incredible actor yeah they um, both and like his his story arc like he was probably one of my favorite people like this whole season mm-hmm. it's like he starts off like almost like reliving like the glory days of high school i mean he's like a anybody else probably that was a jock that in the 80s in those stereotypical movies where you know you're living in the past and you're in college now and you're working at scoops ahoy right trying you know and it's his hair still looked good though yeah no it was he was cool because like you're saying like he was kind of like he was overcoming his own stereotype and like becoming essentially growing as a person and becoming a more like just a more accepting person which i think that fit into it in the fact that like he accepted her and the, and i actually what i thought was cool about that reveal was that it was like not every relationship between a guy and a girl has to be a romantic relationship and yeah like, they had this friendship yeah. which was really cool well and that's like totally cool that you know, she ends up, like, being gay. To- like, that's 
for that character, but I just wish they would have done it in a way that wasn't like I feel like it was just super pandering. Mm-hmm. Like they they wanted like this huge shock Score factor, some points or and it's you didn't have to do that. You could have mm-hmm. just told us that yeah. you know, like, but you also you or know, even like you said, even hinted at it. Had her, you know, check out a girl or yeah, whatever. Like there show was, it a little bit earlier. I was reading the, the ending. Yeah, on that thread that I saw that post that there was somebody that was kind of trying to be like, well, there was in this one part when he's talking about um, that it was another girl or in the class that he would look at and she would look at him and somebody was like, yeah, you can kind of see like her eyes light up when she talks about the girl. And, and I, I just, I feel like at that point you're just, you're, no, it's, you're just looking for things. Mm -hmm. It was not. It did feel like they were just looking for a reason for them not to be together. And was, it, it felt really rushed and really um, inconsequential. Like they're like, oh, Steve can't be with her, even though we've been building to that all season. So like, mm-hmm. why can't we? Instead of writing a finessed reason, they're just, oh, she's gay. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. felt like a throwaway. So I guess now it's going to be another, like in the next season, I don't know how many seasons they're planning, but in the next season, I know there's a four, cause, obviously because of the cliffhanger, which we probably should talk about in a second. But like he's going to have another probably romantic pursuit in season four, and it'll be like, you know, they're probably holding that out because yeah. they already paired up uh, Nancy and what's his name, Jonathan. Yeah, Nancy yeah. and Jonathan. Like they're already paired up, so they you got to find someone for Steve. And it seems like they want to everyone to pair up. Is mm-hmm. kind of the, the the idea. They kind of threw Jonathan to the back this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did not have half his... of his his lines were just getting busted in on in the dark room. He's like, hey. Yeah. Like when he's trying to develop <laughs> Or following Nancy around. Well, yeah. I think that's... And he's a, like, Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> on a, but I, I do think, Don't though, do like... Don't do this. When you have the more characters you introduce, and you kind of... Ha- you almost have to introduce more characters, but the more characters introduced, the less time you get for each character. But I do think they did a good job of, like... Everybody had a job in the season. Like, everyone that you knew from the previous seasons as well as the new characters all had some pretty important things to do and they like except Mr. Wheeler his only job was to he was just a punchline also wait which one's Mr. Wheeler the, the dad the dad who his wife was going to oh go Mike's and, dad yeah cheat on yeah but i mean you didn't necessarily ever care about him they in kept the show. they kept dropping Mr. Wheeler lines when they didn't have to and i was so for me that was like is he going to come back and play a, a part yeah cuz mm-hmm. not only like the cheating thing in the first couple episodes there's the second, you know, quarter of the season where they were like spying on people, mm-hmm. and Eleven's like, "Should we spy on Mr. Wheeler?" And then they're like, "No, he's boring." So yeah. they kept bringing him back and like referencing him in weird and ways. The, um, so the, I thought they were gonna, I thought he was gonna show up and like have some point to the plot, and he just didn't. The Ferris I, wheel scene, you're <clears> you're wondering right. yeah. like, oh, maybe this like, hey, you've got Mr. and Mrs. Wheeler and their daughter, like maybe yeah. they're doing more stuff together yeah. and he's just like scared and terrified the mm-hmm. whole time and so has like, no maybe for next season though because they did the same thing with mrs wheeler she was such a minor character last year mm-hmm. and she still kind of was this year but the, uh this was mr wheeler's most screen time i think this season mm-hmm. but he still was like did a nothing. throwaway yeah character i didn't necessarily care about that i wasn't expect i wasn't personally expecting him to like 
become important at all just because he's sort of a to me he's like a comedy character yeah. like he's just mm-hmm. kind of a goofy like I think I remember one of the episodes of season one where he's just like it's showing him in his house and he's just kind of a goofy like the AD stereotype dad him. yeah and mm-hmm. so um do you guys want to talk about the I, I don't know did we miss any main major plot points or do you guys want to go on to the cliffhanger thing or we probably need to go to the yeah. ending <clears throat> so the American who is the American? I mean, it's, I think it's either two people. I think it's Hopper is the, the main um, theory, but it could be the other guy. Which guy? The um, the guy who spoke Russian. Can, yeah, the... The, uh, the conspiracy, conspiracy theorist guy? Yeah. Even Alexi. though we saw him... Is it Murray? We saw him... Uh, what his name? It's three months later, so he could have been kidnapped, right? Yeah. Yeah. We saw him after Hopper's death. He, sure. was, he was running out of the building with uh, Joyce, mm-hmm. and then um, something could, or it could just be. This is the what I the problem I have with those kinds of cliffhangers, where the cl- whole cliffhanger is like added information, and added ambiguous information. Meaning, let's say we don't know it's Hopper, and they obviously are trying to dangle that in front of us, mm. but it could also easily be. They can change their minds. It gives them. It's a cliffhanger that gives themselves wiggle sure. room. Yeah. So they can say like, "Oh, it's just some new character next mm-hmm. season, too." I or, want it. Or to it be... could be come that I was, I heard that it could be the uh, the bad guy from the first season yeah, coming the, back. The yeah. dad, Papa, Papa. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of what it is. It's like it's a cliffhanger, but something that allows the writers to kind of have it both ways. They could gauge the audience reaction over the summer or over the off season and mm-hmm. see like. What, what do they want to see? What would they be most happy seeing? <clears throat> I want in, it to be Hopper. In the, I don't, I forgot what you call this section, but the section after that, you know, every movie has like after the most, after the climax of the movie, and then there's like, here's the where we are action. now, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, epilogue. I don't know, the epilogue. So in the epilogue, like they split all the kids up, and like Nancy and Jonathan are split up. Eleven and Mike, like they split everyone up. Yeah. Why did they have to do that? I think I mean to me it's it, that was that that was them letting you know that there's going to be another season mm-hmm. because they're like they, they're not Game of Thrones they're not just going to end it and just kill off a bunch of people or yeah. you know have all these storylines split and unfinished at least I don't think that they would mm-hmm. so to me it, it they did that to basically give you something to question and talk about and wonder and then be like, all right, well, there's, they have to fix it next season. Everybody has to come back together next season. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, so I think it's the rush that w- okay. So they had a demogorgon. Well, see that, and that was so. What was that implying that the Russians had succeeded somehow in opening the only? In, it was in Russia, right? That was where yes. that was. The only way that, at least from my knowledge, after watching all three seasons, the only way that any of those creatures can be alive is if a portal is open. Oh, that's right. Because when they closed it, the big guy. Right. And like in the second season, when she closed it, all the demodogs died. So to me, it means that they must have opened a portal, which then, you know, this goes to my like, I I kind of hope it's Hopper theory is when Hopper's out there and he's like, looking at Joyce and you see like the electric field that he like can't, can't jump through. Right. But then he like, it cuts and there's this weird, like he's looking at the portal mm-hmm. and it's still open. Like to me, that was 
him or maybe a nod to I'll he just went, he jumped in. he jumped and went through the right. portal because they had no problem showing like when the first time they did it it exploded it like evaporated all the yeah. people and it killed the other guards you don't see any and I know that you know even if it did kill him and evaporate him, there wouldn't be anything left but it was a very like. They didn't show him on purpose. It was not they a show body. finished. They went out of their way to make you yes. notice both Hopper, notice the portal, cut back to Hopper, the explosion happens, and then the camera's focused on the cl- portal closing. Yeah. Like, right. So they were super, I don't know, almost almost too much, like yeah. a misdirection. Like they want us to think he jumped into the portal. Almost, mm-hmm. But I don't know how he, the the thing about him is like that that energy beam, I don't know how he would like, go right walk right. right next to that without just getting vaporized but you know whatever and i think what you're saying is interesting like what you're what you're basically saying is uh adam you're you're saying like well it might not they may not have even decided who this is yeah like we could be talking about this and mm-hmm. they haven't even decided in the writing room they're like let's leave it open it's un-american which can be, basically be any character yeah <laughs> and yeah. then, well, it can't be like well, it's, it's, anyone else that was shown in the three months later. But. It's kind of like the writing way of like having your cake and eating it too is where mm-hmm. you can have, let's kill off a character and get this huge emotional conclusion. Because imagine if Hopper didn't die, right? that season would have no emotional weight to it, mm-hmm. the ending. It would just be, okay, we did it again, just mm-hmm. like we did it two other they times. They did kill off um, Billy though, which I thought was pretty emotional. He I mean, was seeing a, as he's I did feel brother. bad for him at the end. Yeah, but think about it. He's also a character that they added later. Yeah, just he wasn't like the girl from the Scoops place. Yeah, it's almost like you can do whatever you want with characters that you throw in. Mm-hmm. I know he was there last season, but last season he didn't play a big part. No, and not as big as this season. So yeah, it was Hopper. If it was like one of the kids, imagine if it was like Dustin that got taken over, and then they had to kill Dustin. Yeah, that would have more of an emotional weight than this guy who's always been kind of a villain. Yeah. So, um, there's that. And so imagine if, if Hopper didn't die, they would have no emotional weight. But let's say the writers are like, oh, but we like him. We don't want to kill him. So then you kind of throw this thing at the wall and then have write yourself kind of a way out if you want to take it. So it's kind of like doing something bold, but also like having room to backtrack if, it's, if sure. it goes the wrong way. Just like making the other character gay. Like you can mm. backtrack because she's a minor character and you can... If it goes right, you can just keep her in there. If it goes wrong, she's a minor character, so you don't yeah. have to come back to her in the next season. So it's kind of a almost a did you guys notice the a lazy video? way to write? I mm-hmm. I didn't know that Family Video was like this huge national chain, and it was a yeah, live in the eighties. I di- I didn't know that at all. Yeah, it was funny. Mm-hmm. I would have been surprised. I mean, I guess Blockbuster is more like nineties ish, but mm-hmm. I anyway, I just thought that was funny. What'd you go? So quickly ranking seasons one through three. Uh, yeah, what do you? Where would you put him? I liked I after even though I talked a lot of crap on season three. I season three was my favorite, and then season one, and then season two. Okay, Adam, I'd probably go one three two. Yeah, I'm probably one three two as well. And I'm I'm pretty on the I was on the fence a little bit, but and I'd have I'd really have to go back and watch one. But I do remember one just being like. It's hard to ever beat the first of anything because it's like it paved the way and created the universe. And to me, that's like right. it was after watching season three. Go back and watch season one. Mm-hmm. Not that it'll change your mind, but I think it'll like. It's like totally different mm-hmm. if you yeah. from the way the characters talk to each other, from the cinematography to like the 
art style. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It was just even the storytelling of just like the mystery. Like season one, the genre wasn't sci-fi or fantasy. It was like totally mystery. Yeah. Because you're trying to solve a mystery. You're trying like Hopper is the detective. A Joyce is the detective. And they're getting little clues and little things. And there's misdirection and red herrings and stuff. Their other two seasons are just like homage to Spielberg movies. Yeah. At least I, there's nothing memorable in season two. Mm-hmm. At least for me. The only thing I remember is the thing that people hated, which was that like when she goes to Indianapolis or she goes to Chicago. Into, yeah. Or what, whatever city that was. Yeah. Oh, and like the weird band of like mm-hmm. misfits. They and, were doing a total uh, like Warriors yeah. uh, spoof or um, X-Men. Yeah, I think it's Warriors. I, where, thought, I yeah, thought I got like misfits. an X-Men vibe from yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that was the only thing I remember from season two, and it was yeah. because most people were like. But you know, I t- that being said, I haven't been disappointed by any of the seasons so no. far, and yeah. you know, it's to do a, a sequel show. after one, like, I'm just I'm I've been super impressed with the show to be able to hold up like brand new seasons and come up with like you said a new monster, a new like a new mystery because I still had a lot of questions throughout the whole season, which I, like I said, kept me interested and engaged and I'm like, Oh, I got to watch the next one, you know? So I thought they succeeded. Um, but it's just, it's hard to beat one, you know, it's hard to ever beat the first one of anything. Yeah. The first season was really, I think for this season, there was the mixture of different story. Like there was so much going on that I was, I just really enjoyed because it was never boring for me. It was always mm-hmm. something that was was going on and it was mm-hmm. new and the different character developments and the like groups that were happening. Um, yeah, but so where do we pick up season four? Eleven doesn't have powers anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. it's probably a safe assumption to say that she'll just get him back somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's probably the, at the end. Because that's be, the only way that they yeah. can. Hopper <laughs> is. Like the last episode, they all think he's dead, whether he really is or not. They all believe he's dead. They all have moved. They're in a different city. They alluded to like they'll be back for Christmas, so maybe season four will be like a Christmas themed episode. Like this mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. was like a Fourth of July themed episode, right? Um, that'll actually be kind of so, cool. Like when I like when they when movies mix like Christmas and horror. It's yeah. kind of fun. Like. Yeah. Uh, Gremlins doesn't. I think Gremlins does that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, at least they towards at least season four will have. I think a concern I have, which I still love each season on its own, despite all of the like detours they take and stuff. But I hope it doesn't become formulaic. Like everything's happy now. They think they've defeated the thing, and then oh no, the bad guys are back and the monsters are back, and then yeah. they defeat him. Like I guess that they have to have a happy ending, but. Yeah. To do that, it kind of becomes like Handmaid's Tale, where it's like, okay, now we're back to square one. Mm-hmm. Like, now we're, like, Hopper is saying things, or the characters, are, like, Steve and Nancy are talking, and Nancy's like, There's, they're back, like the monsters or whatever. Something's weird. And Jonathan's like, no, you're crazy. You're Like, yeah. why don't they believe each other at this point? They've gone through, like, the supernatural stuff I did stuff think that twice. was funny, because it's like, guys, we've been down this road. You really need to trust each like, other. Like, they should trust each other. The like, fact that tr- Hopper didn't believe what's-her-name whenever yeah. she was trying to explain stuff to him. And you're like, it's dude, like, it kind of makes crazy stuff has already happened. Why is this, why do you think anything else it is... It kind of makes it like season one and season two never happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, your character development, exactly. it kind of throws that out the window, but yeah. that's another... Thing, but well i think we've uh i think we've 
done a good job of kind of like hitting all the major points. We probably missed a few things, but there's a lot that went on in season three. So, but I, I think we hit the biggies. If you guys have big points that you want to talk about, leave them in the comments or we would love to whatever. Yeah, to if you, if you leave you. a comment, uh, we will answer it and try to give our best answer. What leave a think. comment. We'll we'll read Not the, that we we'll read anything. the funniest comments in the next episode. Oh, How I about like that. that. Or I the like best detail. We'll have a segment. We should have a user engagement section at the beginning yeah. of each like here's what you said about last week and then we'll talk about that yeah that's a good idea i like um, that i think unless you say something dumb then we're and and subscribe that. on if you're watching on youtube subscribe and or wherever you're listening because uh we've got a lot more episodes coming and they're going to be about lots of cool or lots of neat things neato things. so yeah i think we have 18 subscribers right now Let's hey. let's shoot for twenty five. What's going weird 25. is because we have eighteen subscribers, but we're averaging a lot more views. So there's a lot of people watching that just aren't subscribed. So come on, guys, so subscribe because it helps the channel. Yeah, because we feel good about ourselves. Fake internet points make me feel good about. Fake myself. internet points can eventually transition into real life money and stuff. So <laughs> so if we can the money's get more there, we can get we can build a better studio or yeah. get more microphones or have better guests. I think we are we are working on some uh, apparel. Oh, yeah, Ooh, we're going to have merchandise. Right. Maybe by the next episode, we'll have, have something to announce. And, uh, yeah, shirts and things. Yeah, Hats. so a new logo coming. Yes. Exciting. It's pretty neat. Well, it's, guys, yeah. I, I would. I think it's safe to say that Stranger Things is a pretty neato show. I agree. Yes. You guys!